0: hey alex yeah (laughs) hold on (laughs) hey yeah hey alex yes let's start a podcast
1: yeah Yeah. welcome everybody the covid companion this is alex and jason reporting live from the quarantine i'm gonna put my saxophone down right now do it i'm gonna do it right now what's up dude he he yells from across the room i'm gonna
0: give you a second and get back here my man
1: what's going on man all right all right all right we doing? how are you i uh, i'll be frank i feel fucking fantastic today i did i cleaned my entire balcony i like you know you like you windex stuff and you windex every single like panel and you take all the panels out of the windows i did all that stuff so like it's just the clearest clear you can imagine clarity And then I – yeah, and then I I played some saxophone, and then I did, like, a big, um, like, Stephen Pressfield's, uh, you know, resistance thing because I have been looking at my Arabic language books since I I, I did – redid my bookshelves. Now they're staring me in the face, and now there's no escape from the dust and like the the old yellowing paper of my old notes. So I, you know, sucked it up and I got everything out and it was an extremely painful process. But now I have like a workflow and I spent like a bunch of hours on it today. And I feel and like you got time. I got time. This was this is like the era of like I felt like I was doing exactly what I needed to be doing because instead of like getting in a cycle of worry and like, you know, I'm, I'm home. I'm home most of the day. I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. And I, I finally, I found a good workflow. So that's, that's been like my day. I took a big walk this morning and made sure to stay away from people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you uh, down in Toronto, but like in my town right now, oh yeah walking is insane. There's just people everywhere.
1: Really? It's like
0: everyone, the, it's the only thing that anyone can do. That's not in their home oh
1: yeah just okay so yeah. i thought you meant like a congregation but you just like people no, walking no, no, around no,
0: no. i mean everyone's being pretty good about the social distancing for the mm-hmm. most part but you see the odd
1: people who are like clearly not in the same family but walking together yeah yeah like a walk i saw like a walking team this morning like a bunch of like uh you know older women with like colored they look like the power rangers because they all have different colored just coats. risking it all just risking it within two meters talking spitting on each other casually but yeah. yeah, I I kind of had the same idea. So I decided
0: it's a Sunday that we're talking right now. uh yep. I decided to use my weekend as a weekend. I just didn't do any work. Do it. Good. So got some like general chores done, but mm-hmm. I needed a a bit of a mental refresher. Absolutely. So it, Absolutely. It's been positive because I, I mean honestly, the news has not been positive, and I've been following this thing for a while. And yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: I, I needed a break. Good. Good. That's that's like, that's necessary and it kind of like I'll be completely frank with you Jason I've got a like I've got zero itinerary for what we're going to talk about or what we're talking about but I well, the one thing I did want to talk about was how you keep afloat amidst all this I know we we, we tied into that like a little me bit personally? You personally me personally and cuz this this and for our listeners this is not this is not the first time that something catastrophic has happened in any of our lives. This just happens to be something that is affecting all of us at once, but we, no matter what that is happening, or I'll, I'll phrase it like this way. We both have survived every single shitty thing that's happened to us, to, to the per- people listening. You have won out on every single difficulty in your life. And this is just one more thing, but that doesn't mean we still don't have tools we can utilize. So regardless of, of any other topics, I wanted to start out with that because this has been a particularly nasty news day news, like 48 hours have been particularly like, yikes. Yeah. It's getting um, pretty,
0: it's a grim time to live in North America for sure. It is. Uh, I had an interesting experience on Friday. Actually we had, um, So my company, there's about four of us who work in the office every Uh day or up until this week. So for the last two weeks, actually, we've been work from home. But for the last week specifically, we've been mandated work at home because of the pandemic. Indeed. Uh, The week before that was a little weird. There was just a lot of people in different provinces.
1: Yes, yes. So it was
0: effectively a work from home. But anyway, so what we did was every day in the morning, we have a video call as a team to just check in. Okay. So a little bit, it's to get marching orders. A little bit, it's actually just to kind of like say, hey,
1: um, you know, catch up a little bit. Human connection.
0: On Friday, we had a town hall in the evening, which often we end the week doing that. And we were asked to say, hey, what's one thing that you're really struggling with working from home? And what's one thing that's been um, awesome or surprisingly awesome? Mm -hmm. We all said, interestingly enough, that having this morning call was really really awesome and it was something we had never done in the office having a daily meeting like that uh yeah but it's been helping us all actually connect in a new way as a team not to say that we we relish the opportunity necessarily but it's cool to be finding opportunities you know in in the midst of all this and i'm finding that uh if i stretch that out a little bit i've had more skype calls and stuff with people this week then I have had coffee dates with people in like months yeah
1: i I sincerely hope that that sentiment is shared by any of you listening if you happen to be listening within you know this if this isn't history historical history for for y'all because I share that sentiment Jason it's the exact same thing has been going on with my life and it it I know it's not entirely generated for myself because I've had people call me that don't usually call me I've had people reach out and connect with me. I've I've started to connect friends with other friends through like Snapchat and like Facebook groups where now you know um, my girlfriend is talking to high school friends she hasn't been talking to for years and I'm talking with like you know friends of mine who I've only uh, you know had like a call every couple of years but he's like hey you have time for a call and then we chatted for hours so it's it's tricky to you know it's almost kind of like a, um, a, a Dickensian. You know, um epilogue of how the 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 horrors of the situation is is bringing out that level of camaraderie. The epilogue, okay. You know, <laughs> like you know, like a, a cr- Christmas a cr- was it a Christmas story? I kept trying to think, Chris. Like this cr- has been esoteric coffee time <laughs> hey Alexanders. yo i'm trying very hard to not use malapropisms and use words for the way that they're actually let meant let me just
0: but... uh, keep an example that everyone will understand <laughs> all right, but yo all i'm right. gonna think uh how about a dickensian epilogue listen it's relatable on so many levels
1: <laughs> okay what i what i meant i didn't mean to say epilogue i meant to say denouement denouement but all right it's oh not oh my a... god we're getting more practical it's thank not, you it's, all right you're welcome you're welcome all right listen though okay a christmas story is you'll shoot your out, you're, you'll shoot your eye out kid right tongue on the yes. on the flagpole yeah what's what's is it a, a christmas Christ- carol a christmas ki- mm, okay you know what i'm talking about right scrooge and he's like he fucks up his whole life and he's like a money-grabbing guy and then he's like oh now i can oh you mean like an epilogue from like a dickensian sort of situation <laughs> that's exactly what i mean anyway in the same way that anyway yeah anyway anyway it's apt it's, it's apt. thank it you works yeah so so the the tough you they're know tough okay. times are bringing up good in people that's that's what i'm talking about
0: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah i i mean I, i'm a little surprised that uh, okay like i'm making fun of you for that and mm. i will happily make oh, really? fun of you for that again oh, but oh, okay. uh you know i i think you're hitting on something that's very true the reality is i guess a lot of us took for granted um you know, some of our friends were always gonna be there. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're they're gone. Yep. And you have to look for new ways to to feed that. It's an important part of being human. And a lot of us uh, you know, get sort of like busy getting the introverted mode. Yes. And you think like I'm just not a person who needs that. It's only been yes. five days. Well,
1: seven. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: Like people are freaking out and all of a sudden we recognize how important those things were to us.
1: Absolutely. Even, even things as tertiary as sports. Like I've been pretty much every piece of media that I consume regularly, podcasts, like let's players, everybody's been affected obviously, but it's, it's funny to listen to people who are really into sports because that's something that just doesn't even hit my radar. Outside of the fact that I work at a sports arena and I can't get my other revenue stream, but it's like (laughs) indoors, you know, you can't, uh, you go to the park. You can't go to the library. You can't go take a swim. You can't, can't work out. And then for these people who are like, okay, well, at least I can check in on the MLB and the NFL and the NBA. (laughs) And it's like, no, like it's nothing but you and your thoughts or you with other people. And for better or for worse, people are connecting. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been interesting. Uh, and, and actually a lot of the barriers to hanging out with people I don't normally get to see are kind of disappearing. Yeah. So as much as I'm not seeing people in person, it's been a lot easier to set up a zoom call or Skype, um, with somebody who typically, you know, we're maybe a little bit too far away to make it easy to get coffee in the morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we can just sort of like show our coffee over the camera. It, yeah, if there's a glimmer of hope for me, it's it's those sorts of things that are, are allowing me to conceive of my situation in a new way. And and even, it, you know, four people in my office recognizing that we were sort of going about work in the wrong way. And yeah, yeah obviously, this is a scary way to go about discovering that. Yes. But it's, you know, it, it is, it is um, both enlightening and motivating to remember that th- there's uh, improvements that I can still make right now that will hopefully, you know, this situation calms down a little bit, my improvement doesn't disappear.
1: Yes. Emotions are high. People are uh, pe- people's people's feelings are being th- this is this is an extremely evocative time emotionally. And to add to that Jason because because you spoke about still having the opportunity to work on things, to develop things. And the th- this era, this time This linchpin is anything you do in this time is going to be remembered. We're all going to remember this. We're going to remember what it was like to stay in our homes. We're going to remember what it was like to reach out to other people under duress. We're going to remember what it's like to see all the stores closed and the restaurants closed and the schools closed. And our choices, what we choose for ourselves for that to mean is going to ripple forward in our futures. Because as you said... We still have the opportunity to work on whatever. And we can work on hoarding resources. We can work on becoming experts at becoming miserableists, being experts at the negative. Or we can work on fashioning experiences out of this that are worth remembering.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, my speech. Out of all of that, I think. I'm definitely going to have to start hoarding toilet paper. <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah. And the math, uh, you know, I saw a mask on the yeah. ground the other day and I'm like, huh, that's like a, like a fashionable, like Korean mask, like a black, like cloth. Oh. And I'm like, and I'm like, this... with the teeth on it. No, it didn't have a pattern on it, but I was, uh, but, but it could have. And I was okay. thinking like, Ooh, like clearly this dude had gotten the mask before this pandemic. And I'm like, oh, maybe I could just, okay, I'm going to go to the store and then I might come back if it's still there. Maybe I can like grab it and like throw it in the laundry or something like that or like spritz it down. I ended up not clearly because I'm not an insane person. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah, those masks. Oh my God.
0: I wonder if the toilet paper meme is going to be a funny joke in a year.
1: You know, oh, like, dude. is that something
0: that we'll still find humorous? Or I
1: is it just going to get bad? I'm thinking, like, okay, because you, you had Harambe, right? Harambe was huge in 2016. And then you mm-hmm. had, like, you know, I seriously hope you guys don't do this, the putting ketchup in the fridge uh, George Costanza 2011 with the baseball bat. You know what I'm talking about? For our viewers, for our more memetically enhanced viewers, whom Jason is not a meme master like I am and my other friends. Yeah,
0: here, that one's going right over my head. You no, know?
1: you have George. If you are listening to this viewer and it's like 17 years in the future, type in George Costanza 2011 4chan and you will get that face. And you'll, he's got the baseball bat. Oh, you he's got going that... all the way back to 2011. That's your, that's well, no, your but I'm saying that because that was like an era of memeness. And if we're even using the word memes in the future, like, like God bless. But the toilet paper meme to me is going to be like a um, uh, a sedimentary rock layer in the memeosphere, where it's like it's going to be like okay, like whatever these memes, 2019, uh, World War three, Iran nuclear deals, and then 2020, it's like boom, toilet paper all the way down. And then you move a bit forward. I, I think and,
0: the World War Three is going to disappear. Like we won't. Oh, it has. A lot
1: of yeah, no, it's 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 gone. It's gone. But because well, like
0: Harambe still gets mentioned sometimes. <laughs> Harambe's the
1: savior. That's that's yeah. what I'm seeing. The Zoomers are like, okay, Harambe's gonna come back, and that's right. why I started this so, whole thing.
0: So World War III is kind of yeah. like dying out as a meme. Yep, yep. It, it at this point it only exists as a comparison to the pandemic.
1: Indeed, indeed, right, indeed.
0: So like it's it's part of the 2020 pylon.
1: Yes. So cool.
0: But more, my thing is like in five years. Are we going to be making jokes to our kids about like, ha ha, better get some toilet paper or like, ah, oh, dad, I hurt my knee. Like, you know what would help in this situation? 40 cases of toilet paper.
1: <laughs> I, you know what, Jason, I was actually doing a lot, a disturbingly large amount of thinking about this. Um, and the fact that jokes, disturbing. I, well, most of what I say I do is disturbing, but the jokes of the era have become more and the, the the turnaround time for jokes has become more and more narrow. Like imagine, like okay, back in the day, like like boomer, like classic boomer shit, like, um, yeah, like Animal timely, House. Timely is beating out timeless right now. Yeah. Oh my god. Like okay. You had you had like boomer humor like uh, um, Animal House and like National Lampoon. People were quoting that for decades, right? And then you get like Monty Python, perfect example. Monty Python. Then you get like the mid '90s. Maybe listeners aren't Canadian, but like Kids in the Hall and like uh, Ron Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy, and Borat. But people were still people saying My Wife for like twenty five months, right? But then you
0: was, know, uh, Oh, oh
1: gee, yeah. Who let the fucking dogs out. Right. But then you get to like, like 2013 and someone, and it's not just cause we're getting older and someone just took the fucking like crank knob and just cranked up the death rate of all jokes where like, if you look at a, if you look at a meme from like 2008, you like cringe, like you're, you're just like, Oh, like that. Like, you know, those original memes, like Yao yeah. Ming doing the face. I feel and, like
0: the, the peaks are higher. Yeah.
1: And then it just gets swept away bastard. in the new in the new. So that's to answer your question, Jason. I think the toilet paper the toilet paper as a meme, as a disambiguation, will not even be funny. It'll be like when you look back at it, it'll be like meet the Spartans. Remember or how like,
0: stupid that fucking toilet paper
1: thing was? Yeah, no, it'll be like the fidget spinners of the twenty twenties.
0: Okay, so legitimately, I think that you're probably right. I think mm. that in a few months, we're kind of like, that that toilet paper thing was stupid. And yep. the only thing we remember is being angry that some people hoarded toilet paper. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. But that's only true if... So right before this whole thing went down, yep. I just happened to buy a big roll of... Big thing of toilet paper.
1: As you do, yeah. So,
0: so I haven't needed to go to the store. I just get to sit back and laugh at this thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right?
0: So we counted today. I've okay. got 16 rolls of toilet paper remaining from that giant. <laughs> I, love, I got a kid. We buy everything involved. Well, that's, okay? yeah, yeah. So when I hit toilet roll 15 and I have to go to the store, if we're still having a shortage <laughs> of toilet paper, right? I won't be the only one. In fact, I'll be one of the late ones because we just bought a huge amount.
1: I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So if we get down there several weeks from now and there's still a shortage in toilet paper, this memes going nowhere. This is going to be like World War 3 will be fought Ooh. over fibrous paper tissue. Oh
1: yeah, that t- the two-ply wars. Yes. I you know what? Cuz it's like that and I mean, I've everyone's said this, but the supply there's nothing wrong with the fucking supply chains. At least not now and Not yet. uh y- y- like w- yeah it's the mystery of it like why toilet paper and yes no but i believe i agree with you if if this lasts it's kind of like a concussion like if you get symptoms for like 2 weeks then expect 2 months if you get 2 months expect 2 years if this lasts
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. like Have you been in the store and seen some people start hoarding behavior and wanted to like scream?
1: I live in Koreatown North as of the recording of this podcast. So it's a different kind of weird because it's very like the culture, the East Asian culture predilects the use of masks. So I was completely used to seeing everybody wearing face masks already and stylish ones as you do. But this is like a whole new level of masks because when i when i see non-koreans in my area start wearing masks i'm like oh that's like kind of creepy so it's it's the people are buying normal stuff like i haven't seen like the guy with the shopping cart with like the 280 dollars worth of ground beef or whatever but um it's a different kind of weird because like when you're the only person without a mask it like i am you know affected by that environment it's kind of like oh like I've noticed I'm like just always breathing through my nose when I'm outdoors, for real. Like I just, yeah, I go out, I yeah. breathe through my nose. I figure, you know, if I get a super whiff of Super conscious of your hands. Super conscious of my hands, you know, like I don't want to get too close to people. Like I'm a large guy. I don't want to get too close to people. I don't want to like be hovering behind them, like literally breathing down their neck. Uh, so yeah, but how about yourself though? Have you, yeah yeah what your like, stories?
0: Well, I-, I saw this lady and her kid and i wanted to say something and i didn't and mm-hmm. i i wonder about that forever maybe but, Uh-oh. uh so this was last week in the middle of the shit really near yeah, grocery. epicenter mhm right so i i was noticing around the store that uh they were starting to get stuff back but there was a lot of weird so like you can't buy a can of chicken noodles weird you just can't weird. soup you can buy chicken cl- chicken corn chowder Right? Because we're not oh out of canned, canned food. No. Everyone bought the ones that they like. The brands. Yeah, so, fair enough. Anyway, I wanted to buy a few cans of beans so that I can make a chili. Mm-hmm. Cool. I go to the canned beans. They have canned beans. I grab my four cans. And then I think to myself, maybe I should grab six cans. That I got two at home and I can make two chilies. Great.
1: Yeah.
0: That's kind of my version of hoarding, I guess. Six cans two of beans. Cans. There you go. The woman next to me starts grabbing the beans by the box. Like the whole tray. Oh, the, the
1: cardboard the pallet. Bag. Oh. Yeah.
0: So by the t- I I just walked on by.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Fine. I thought it was a little weird. Not going to say anything. Yeah. When I came back around the store, she was still in front of the beans. And her whole cart was just... I'm like...
1: What is what she... What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the, but the, you- like... She's, oh. The beans
0: are gonna go bad at her house.
1: <laughs> you know All what that I mean? BPA. What? Oh the my hell? god!
0: Even the worst case projections.
1: You're not. You don't need that many beans. <laughs> it's. It. I mean. Okay. You. You say the word projections, but those are not the projections that are in the mind of someone who's buying 880 cans of, of beans. The-
0: no, 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 no. Hold on. The mind of any... Have you ever talked to anyone who's like, I'll bet we're going to be in this for five fucking years?
1: Oh, I no. have... <laughs> because
0: almost everybody thinks that this is going to be three weeks, maybe four, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And In four weeks, if you can eat that many beans, your ass will explode.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I have... Okay. Like to play devil's avocado here, I have a retort for that for the inner psychic landscape of a person like that. A person like that is has it's nothing to do with the pandemic, it's all about that fucking prepper mentality. That like 28 days later, the road hold on, hold on. Mm. No,
0: you don't get to say prepper mentality five days after a pandemic starts.
1: Sure, Uh. sure. Well, I mean, I'm not a prepper, but like somebody who is who watches those videos like okay the person who doesn't actually have a bug out bag but like is interested in it like when this happens those are the people who are like oh my god i woke up late i didn't wake up sheeple and then buys 880 cans of beans and bottled water
0: i kind of want to start uh okay here's my weird hypothetical i hope this is entertaining so you know in like all the apocalypse movie there's uh-huh. bands of good people and bands of bad people right Yes
1: yep yep and then, you never know who's who there's Right and
0: right now you can kind of see this already forming like there's people who are using their time at home to sew uh surgeon masks for yeah. the hospital Yes yes and there are people who are using their time at home to steal surgeon masks from the hospital
1: Yes right? yes. Or, yes, yes, or yes 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 or yes.
0: beans or yep. buy all the toilet paper. Okay. Yep. So here's my thought. This okay. is my dystopian 2020. Okay. Get a bunch of able bodied people about my age.
1: Uh huh. Baseball bats. Great. Okay. Uh, okay. We're, we're, we're starting a militia here. George Costanza. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. I, hear, I seriously Costanza. hope you guys don't buy a, a, 880 cans of beans.
0: We're going to buy. No. This is my militia idea. We're going to okay. be vigilantes. We're the good guys.
1: Okay, okay. We're going
0: to case the store for people who buy too many beans.
1: Oh, bro. And we are
0: going to go out in the parking lot. Yeah. And we are going to steal all their beans and start a
1: food bank. Oh! But wait, when's the part that we, like, break their knees? Or is it just intimidation? I'm not saying that
0: I'm definitely going to break your knees.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's what the bats are for. But it's the implication. I'm a good, I'm a good guy. Like, We're good the, guys. The
0: bats are mostly there just to intimidate you to give me the Yes, it's funny you. But, imagine- I mean, uh-huh. hey, listen,
1: I'm not gonna get hurt. That's why I got a baseball bat. That's right. These are, protect- these are protective bats. These are defense personal, bats. It's
0: personal protective equipment.
1: It's why paladins always carry hammers, right? That The hammer is the quintessential lawful good implement because a hammer doesn't have a point or an edge. So conceivably... I've never heard a baseball bat. <laughs> th- there you go. Unless you got a nail on yeah, it. Lawful,
0: I'm lawful good. I'm beating people up in the parking lot Well, for their no, beans. okay.
1: But like a, a baseball bat is the lawful good... That's the paladin weapon of the street world apocalypse world because if it's just a baseball bat you could be playing baseball conceivably that's a, that's an american pastime jason that's like apple pop
0: in the irony of all ironies like the local hospital ends up inundated with broken knees and can't handle it. <laughs> like man i just we really wish that people would stop breaking their knees we're that's right. overwhelmed
1: that's we can't do this there's, so, there's only so many knee masks uh, knee wraps <laughs> <laughs> that's right there's much tying them around but listen though, that's baseball bat's a great idea, Jason, because you don't want to go with the lawful the
0: machete and like, cut the okay. guy's arm. That's okay.
1: That's that's lawful evil. Machetes, lawful evil. Uh, chaotic evil is a baseball bat with nails with barb in wire it, with a barbed wire around it. True neutral, yeah. uh, um, mace. True neutral is True uh, neutral Pepper is spray. Pepper spray in the parking
0: lot and you call the police.
1: Oh, that's not, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. No, wait. No, no, no. That's... Call it, oh, yeah, no. Actually, yeah. Oh, my God. That's
0: more like lawful pussy.
1: Lawful... Okay. Neutral good is your fists. Chaotic good is brass knuckles. Or maybe that's more of an evil okay. one. Anyway, I've, I haven't I've workshopped this out. But, like, what's what would be neutral evil? Neutral evil post-apocalyptic weapon? No, no. True neutral is a gun. Neutral evil is... I don't know. Like a syringe anyway oh my oh my god we're oh, going wow. we're going we're going off the the fucking deep end with this anyway just a can of covid 19. <laughs> 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 oh no lawful good is the, oh my the god. vaccine no, no, okay
0: <laughs> there's there's two gangs okay right? yes no, the, the, the good gang has the baseball bats and they steal the beam the right bad yeah, our, gang uh-huh has baseball bats They steal the beans. Like, they're still good enough to give the beans to a food. But they forcibly sneeze on every person who is hoarding beans. (laughs) And so, like, you're not guaranteeing that the person gets sick. Because you're probably not sick. It's just a sneeze, bro. You are guaranteeing that the person with the panic behavior is going to be thinking about that sneeze for the next 14
1: (laughs) days. Man, I saw... That's genius. I, I saw there was a sliver of time and I, I can't like sociologists would be able to nail this down in the future. But like, I swear to you, Jason, I saw like, it's just a prank, bro, air quotes, social experiment, air quotes, Um, like COVID shit. Where like, oh, yeah. We're like, people were like pretending like it happened. That's crazy to me. Like it's crazy in retrospect.
0: Yeah. Okay. But at the yeah. time there was like 300 cases in the world. And people were starting to freak out. Yeah. Yeah. But when I say people, I mean like small numbers of people were starting to freak out. Yeah. In retrospect, those people were right this time.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: But what uh what I didn't know, I didn't know how close we are to pandemics in in many parts of the world for many diseases. So like apparently, apparently we are very close to global yellow fever. And by very close, I mean, like, one good outbreak away. Yellow fever, you say?
1: Yeah. Wow. I don't even know what that is. Is that dengue fever? Is that related to dengue fever? No,
0: dengue is another one that could get pretty global. Okay. Uh, MERS and SARS are not dealt with at all. Oh, my God. All of the money that went into, uh, like, finding a vaccine and whatever just kind of fizzled away. Yeah, like, no one really finished the work. Now... Yeah. We're we're reaping the benefit of some of what came of that now mm-hmm. in this current coronavirus because MERS and SARS are both a coronavirus. Oh, I see. And so there's a there's a few companies that we're still using, um, still developing technology that would that that's helpful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I've been reading this book about pandemics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like Jason, about epidemiology.
1: Keeping keeping it a low information diet. Jason is cool <laughs> oh as a cucumber. God. Just a little background well, research, right?
0: Um, yeah. When the when Joe Rogan recently had the guy who wrote the book on his podcast, oh. and I was like, "Oh, he sounds smart," and I started reading it. Now it feels way too real right now, so like I'm reading uh, it mm-hmm.
1: carefully. Yes, but luckily
0: he, he's not talking about the current uh, crisis because yep. he yep. couldn't have in 2017. Fair enough. Oh, that but, is yeah,
1: at, that yeah, is very yeah. recent. Holy shit!
0: Wow. Yeah. That's how I know who Anthony Fauci is at all. Who's the the like eighty year old who's always beside Trump? I don't know and who the that
1: president. is. Is is that the WHO guy?
0: No, no. He works. He's he's American. He okay. he's the only guy on the on the pandemic task force, like the coronavirus task force in the U.S. Uh-huh. As of today, March twenty second, he is the only person who's talking any sense on the entire Ooh, panel.
1: Okay, all right. Well, it's good that somebody is talking sense. Yeah. Uh, I want, he, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Anyway, okay. No, no, never mind. Let's not go there. You're gonna, I can get too into current events. Uh-oh, Jason's talking talk politics. Between, that's true. We had some funny stuff between him and Trump. That's all I had all to say. All right. You can go look it up. I think it was from March 20th. Okay.
1: Ooh, this ties in perfectly because I wanted to ask you a question, and that's related to the, the theme or, you know, the one nugget that I wanted to go over in this particular episode was – you saw this woman <clears throat> and she was buying an inordinate amount of beans for a completely rational reason, probably on borrowed money, perpetuating oh, yeah. the psychic damage. Now 80 year olds
0: don't like 80 year olds don't have any beans. They can't get no beans okay, carry
1: on. And they love beans. It's their era. So I, so you said you didn't say anything to her. What would you have said? What would you have done? If you could go back in a time machine and, do, and like sling ring it, like Dr. Strange and go back there. Yeah. What would be your ideal staircase wit? interaction with her
0: so okay what i've actually been trying to think of is not my witticism but like what Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how do you actually convince somebody that what they're doing is
1: yes is bad
0: yeah and okay we had this experience in the early days where we went to the grocery store and there was this uh this couple in their 80s and they were trying to shop Uh uh-huh and they literally just didn't have food at home wow and they couldn't get it Hold on, this was recently,
1: like, in amidst this pandemic, you you mean.
0: Yeah, so right after the pandemic announcement, the grocery stores were so busy that a lot of old people didn't go to the store.
1: Yes. Because
0: literally, they're the highest risk category of people, and the stores were crowded. Yes. So they stayed away. But the result is that you have a lot of senior citizens around who just can't get food right now.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So you and I are not living on rations yet we're fine like i'm eating a little more canned food than normal i guess but even so like fresh fruit is like the only thing that i can get yep Um, the the thing that i'm trying to find a way to communicate is like those are the people that you're harming and you're in the safest category you know like 40 year old woman with your 10 year old kid
1: yes yes
0: you guys are the safest category i mean maybe not her specifically but None of us wants to get sick, obviously. Mm -hmm. None of us wants to be hungry, obviously. I do think that you have to buy a little bit of extra food for a while, just in case. And I'm Mm -hmm. fine with people doing that. I get it. But what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, baby wipes are out. They're just sold out. Yeah, yeah. From people who are uh, panicking that they can't get Lysol wipes or buying baby wipes. But they don't help. Uh, No. They don't help at all. (laughs) and and people are buying them as a toilet paper substitute but like some of us got babies at home dude
1: yes Yes. there's a woman
0: in the states who uh there's this video of her just crying in a walmart because it was the the like second or third store she had been to that had no diapers at all oh my god because people are hoarding them
1: yes so
0: i don't i don't have a witty thing to say like i I don't know but what i what i you know we started this on such a positive note (laughs) there's there's good stuff here Mm-hmm. There's still good in people, and the the thing that the preppers I think have wrong about a pandemic like this one is mm-hmm. this isn't the end of the world. Yes, it just isn't. Not even I close. I mean, there, not there even are close. pandemics that could literally end everything. I I get it, but this is not the one. No. So, no. Y- calm the fuck your down. Your actions
1: have consequences. Like
0: your your neighbor, your neighbors are the ones being harmed.
1: Indeed, indeed. This is, this is like the general, so I was thinking a lot about this before we started this talk, and it also ties into that, our idea of like that, you know, the good crew and the bad crew. We talked at length about like how we can keep emotionally afloat as individuals. This, we covered this in the previous episode, we were talking about, uh, you know, acts of mutual creation, reaching out to friends, um, you know, periods of reflection, gratitude, journaling, all of these tools, which are extremely wonderful. However, our, our the ambit of our control rests at our own individuality. But what happens? How can we navigate socially in an environment where the people around us, our loved ones, our neighbors, our friends and associates and work acquaintances are, for lack of a better term, losing their fucking shit <clears throat> over this? <laughs> what can we do to... to to change the narrative that is being told around us without a being sound sounding like uh like righteous indignation, which is an easy it's an easy trigger to pull, and the other one is total hermitage of just shutting everything out. we have enough isolation as it is what's that medium what's that golden mean jason
0: you you start with the baseball bats
1: <laughs> right to the and- What's the part of the brain and that honestly, like governs emotion? Right to the amygdala.
0: I mean, if that doesn't work, the brass knuckles are probably yeah. a, a fair follow. I, yeah, I think chaotic good. I think that. Wh- I think that right now, a lot of us need to realize where our sweet spot, is. and what I mean by that, I don't have an audience on socials. Like I, I yeah. just don't. I have a few friends, whatever. It's yeah, never do I. something that I've put time into. So for me writing posts right now, like I'll, you know, I can do it, but it's not going to have a tangible impact on the people around me. But there are people that I can phone, text, Skype, email that I can have a direct like one-on-one impact.
1: Indeed. Indeed. I think
0: that's where you have to have your focus. I also think that, you know, I, I mentioned last time that it's, it's meaningful right now to make eye contact, smile, make a joke, whatever in public.
1: Yes. Yes
0: and I, I stand by that that i think that those are the ripples in your community that actually matter a lot and you know we've all had experiences of that one person who like changed our day through a really minor interaction absolutely so, absolutely um, you know I was, I was at a grocery store just uh today actually and uh the guy at the front was stopping everyone who came in it was like these two young kids who worked uh-huh. there they stopped and they were asking they were basically like hey look have you traveled in the last little while? Um, you know, we're trying to keep our store safe. Yeah. All if you're this... exhibiting any symptoms, uh-huh. we're going to ask you to leave. We're we're going to wipe down the cart where you can see it, but we also have a hand sanitizer station for you to use if you choose. And he went through wow. this whole thing. And, okay. And like I had, to, I had to be in line, listen to him, say it to the first person. And then she went through and then he started to say it to me. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I heard your thing. I didn't travel, whatever. Yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, sorry. It's going to be like this for a while. And all I said was, you don't have to apologize. You just stay healthy and then I can keep buying groceries. Yeah. And he was like, Oh dude, no one even cares about us. Thanks, man.
1: Uh, and so, yeah,
0: I just yeah. think like, you know, he's going to, he's going to be one of the people who interacts with so many people in my community. Yes. If we keep him happy, that's a good start.
1: Very, he's going to see
0: like, you know what I mean? Like if, if everywhere we go is miserable and we only go two places right? like grocery store, and the brothel station, yeah. And, <laughs> oh, that brothel, I mean. Obviously. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. So, so keep those two places happy. You know, be good to the people you work with. Uh, call your friends a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to be too cheesy, but I, I legitimately think that uh, those are the only things that I can do.
1: Yes. For for individuals who are perhaps so, we both. I mean, I have a, an environment where I'm I'm working via like creating and creating lesson plans and stuff for my students. When I return, you've got a small team. What would be our recommendation for individuals who, who feel stymied by they're surrounded by these negative people. They're surrounded by these negative people. And in, in, in regular times, it would be, you know, something that was toler uh, tolerable, but, Like, is there a way to navigate the person who is, like, spouting conspiratorial stuff or, you know, talking about government um, collapse and just this extremely inflammatory stuff? Because I have some ideas, but I wanted to ask you, like, if you've had any experience with that or or what do you think people should do in response to that?
0: I have had experience with that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) uh okay here's what here's what i think the impulse okay hold on in person or on social
1: let's start with okay let's start with in person or or uh the intermediary like you're you're working with your team
0: Yeah.
1: yeah
0: in person it's really really important to ask people to explain how that's happened to them in in their life yes so, for example, when they're like, oh, uh, you, know, um, you know, politically, people like me just were being oppressed.
1: Yeah, my group.
0: Yeah. Now, when, when I've, I've seen basically like men in my circle say that where they're like, oh, yeah, it's getting real hard to be a man. Listen. Yeah. The Me Too movement was about women. That does not mean that it's hard to be a man. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, usually, what I would I would start with is just like, really tell me more.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. The reason that it works is because their logic breaks down, and you can get them to say it out loud to themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. No, I haven't experienced it. Which Which is tough. And you know, if it's your friend, you're gonna have to decide sometimes to just listen to the garbage. Yeah. It yeah. It is what it is. Now. There's another type of negative that you should maybe just distance yourself from. Okay. Where it's not just that. like, oh, I'm a bit of a victim. You know, there are people who are deleterious to your life. Yes. I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. Like if they live in the same house as you, it's hard to just cut them out. And uh, Yeah. I, yes. I, I don't really have a good answer for that other than to, um, to, to use the abundance that we have to to sort of drown that out. And what I mean, mm. like, you know, I made fun of you for being esoteric. That, that's why <laughs> i uh look youtube is full of like gary Vaynerchuk, um uh tim ferris if you prefer yeah tony robbins like
1: sean stevenson
0: insert insert beautiful inspiring person
1: yes yes uh
0: marie forleo is, is really popular
1: okay uh, all right
0: yeah trying to think of some of the other ones that i've listened to but my my point here is just that uh sitting at home in the middle of a pandemic where the news is going to be grim every day. Yes. Like even the day this thing is over, the way that news works, they're going to be like, it's over, you're safe. Here is how many people died.
1: Yeah, and right? here yeah, and then economy and then the next terrible thing. Yeah, the cycle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, look at the road fell down for something. Yep. So, just surround yourself with good stuff <laughs> um to to drown that out and and be as forgiving as you can because the reality is the people who are bad to you are, are living bad lives. Yeah. You know? Hurt people, like, hurt
1: people. Yeah. Like that's it. I, I had hope it... that's helpful. I, I don't no, know. It is.
0: one of my thing. I, 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 in, in times of not pandemic, I go out of my way to sort of leave the negativity behind, which is to say, stop talking to these people. Yes. I don't know that that's an option for everybody today, but you know, maybe instead of saying, stop talking to negative people, you reframe it as listen to more positive messages. Um, That is something that you probably still have access to. Most of us have the internet. In fact, if you're listening to this,
1: it's through the internet. I love that. That's fantastic. That's outstanding. That is exactly what my, what I would expect, uh, uh, that, that avenue. And it's something extremely useful to anybody listening. That, Instead of engaging, like, I'll put it this way to, to, to summarize, uh, or work off what you said, you don't have to agree to somebody in order to listen to them. You don't have to, you can validate somebody for who they are without agreeing or validating their message. So if somebody is coming up to you with fears or with anger, with disappointment it might be couched in some extremely inflammatory rhetoric. Like they might be complaining about things that seemingly will never happen or are completely improbable. or But they're still afraid. And you can acknowledge that, especially if they're somebody you love. And as you spoke about, to listen to them and then without judging them as right or wrong... Say well, how did you come to you know to that conclusion, or 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 what? Uh, how has that happened to you in your life personally? Guiding questions, as you said, Jason. There is a time where you have have to cut out people. Um, I was in uh, a staff room, and there's a colleague of mine uh, who was just like talking about how the world's going to end and like how it's all going to collapse and et cetera, et cetera. And in the beginning, I kind of was like riffing off of that and making jokes about that because I'm not very comfortable with. Conflict. I have a big radar for conflict. So like, I've never like what you described, yeah, Jason, yeah. it would be extremely hard for me to like get in there and be like, Oh yeah, let's talk about your beliefs. And let me try to change your beliefs. It's like, Oh, big, big shoots. But in any case, um, I immediately found out that like, I was just, I was making the problem worse by making jokes about that. Yeah. So I excuse myself. And if you're in a situation socially or at work or in a, you know, grocery store, you can, if you know that there's no harm coming to people, that's a completely reasonable thing to do to protect your own peace of mind is to just excuse yeah, yourself. Yeah, I mean,
0: at the end of the day, if all else fails, just remind them that there's always a Dickensian epilogue.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. So, so yeah, that's. Uh, do you have any? Uh, do you have any particular closing remarks yeah. for our discussion? Hold on. So,
0: so. You, we were also talking about potentially that same situation on social. media.
1: Oh yes, thank you for reminding okay. me. Okay. My show notes that I don't have.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got one more habit for. I got one more habit for you. But, dig okay. it. Dig so it. Yeah. Lay it on me. On social media, I have been a shithead for a very long time. Okay. <laughs> by by that I mean I am a person who knows what I know. I know what I don't know, and I fucking hate when people are. Yes. Right. And so, I'm. I've gotten a lot better at it. But I used to be the guy who had to correct everyone on everything, every time. (laughs) What you? Nah. Now, I'm very convinced that almost everyone has that impulse. I'm just one who acted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. In light of that, I think you're going to see people say dumb stuff on social media. And your impulse is going to be factually arguing with them. Yes. Bad idea. Bad you
1: idea. always
0: look bad on social media and in person when you do that. Don't However, feed the trolls. Don't feed the troll. Don't but feed them. I have a fun game that you can play <gasps> oh. if you are willing to engage with the troll. And I don't mean like anonymous trolls. It really is better if it is someone in your social circle. Friends like, and family can be trolls. Easily. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't engage this way with someone anonymously. Reasonable. It's too hard. Yes. But, okay. So, like, for example, I still know people who are saying, this is just another flu. This is just a mild virus. This is just whatever. Yes. Right? And it's that ship has sailed. We have more and more data. You're wrong. Objectively I wrong. I engage with you on the facts every single time, and I would not be able to win right because they're yeah. not they're not like that's not a thing based in fact no but what you can yeah is respond to every single time that they post with dr so-and-so is on the case over <laughs> and over and over and over. oh and
1: over. like just and then, their name dr blank is on the case
0: yeah so like if you Oof. were the one doing it i'd be like dr alex on the case <laughs> oh and, and literally you can make a game out of it but you're gonna have to follow them to the ends of the earth like every yep. comment that they make you this is this is a oh, what's that strategy called like a, a death by a thousand cuts no it's it's the one where there's nowhere safe to go to ground oh uh, like, i'm gonna
1: follow you to the end of the earth oh i don't know that's anyway. cool persistence, persistence hunting
0: yeah like you would use it you would use it against guerrilla tactics so the idea is huh. like you take away every safe ha- haven scorched earth Possible.
1: policy yeah i'm going through every military are you talking about like uh chairman mao yeah, I knew scaring what I was the birds about. okay All right. understandable okay i got you yeah. anyway um, anyway
0: no thanks for trying uh follow them say dr so-and-so on the case no matter what yep. and anything that they say that they try to argue with just say, "Oh, thank you for the peer-reviewed research."
1: Ooh, oh. that's a knife twist. That's but would they? Even if they don't know what peer-reviewed research is, everybody that looks at that will know what that is. So,
0: the reason that I think that it still works, and and listen, you are definitely if you if you follow this, you are giving in to your impulse to be a dick. Like yep. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna do it then you can at least calm down all the other people who are freaking out about the bad information and if you get like five six likes on every single time that you clown them (laughs) right it's hard for it's hard for them to keep doing it
1: yep and it's such a you can Good, you know, concise. It's right up there with like troll psychology too, because that's what like psychologists literally say you should do when in a toxic video game environment is to like respond with a repetitive one word like "oops, sorry." It's like, why don't you you play the video game and you should have cast that spell? Oops, sorry, smiley, winky face, and just don't only that, only that over and over again, and that'll that'll do it. Okay, nice, nice dismantle.
0: yeah uh so the because yeah you, you just got to avoid getting so involved emotionally yeah. and the reality is the spread of bad information is harming the world right now yes and yes uh, so i'm not saying that it's not a noble cause it's just not one that you can win with fact they're no. not presenting fact so no. so arguing it's, it's not sophism
1: like, it's pure sophism yeah we're not
0: talking about some intellectual who's like look i've done a lot of research and I've concluded because of this and this and this and this, that coronavirus is just a minor flu flu. Yeah. Yeah. They're just saying a thing. They're just saying a thing. So don't it. try to engage with them on fact. They haven't engaged yep. with you on fact, yep. just clown them. Cause that's what they're doing.
1: Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I have a, another uh, one that sort of ties into a metaphor that I've been sort of workshopping about self-improvement in general. If you could imagine, Uh, like an individual's psychology as a tube of glass with some dirt in the bottom and the glass and the tube is like, let's say in a block of concrete. So you've got this block of concrete. You can't lift it. You can't move it. And there's this glass tube. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, Jason. I know it's a roundabout. (laughs) I can see that face. No one can see your face, but me. And then there's a little dirt in the bottom. How would you get the dirt out? The dirt is just sand. It's just some, some grit. So you can't stick your finger in. you can't stick like an implement in You know, you can't get inside, but there's dirt at the bottom. So what you do is you take clean water and you shoot the clean water into the glass. And the more water you put in, eventually that dirt is going to be shooting out. And it's the exact same thing with the human mind. Don't try to create a vacuum of thought, a dearth of thought. Don't try to say, okay, I'm not going to think about negative stuff. I'm not going to think of coronavirus. I'm not going to engage with the negative things I'm seeing on my Instagram feed or my Facebook or my Snapchat or my Twitter. I'm just going to have nothing, give a blank mind. You can't do it. It's impossible. What you do instead is instead of, you can say, you know, you can engage with the trolls with that that strategy that we covered uh, on, or good is just as real as evil. Good is just as real as evil. So put the good out there and flood your feed. You want if you if you've got nervous, agitated energy, use that. Put your good out there and start commenting and creating and synthesizing stuff that is just completely unrelated and completely positive. You could do music reviews. You could do blogs. You could do posts. You could do uh, you know a tour of your old stuff. You can make music whatever it is, if it's completely unrelated, it's almost like a pattern interrupt for this narrative of the people around you on your feet or whatever who are just yeah. in that cycle of, fuck this, this certain politician is bullshit. Well, I think it's this, and I think it's this racial group. And, oh, well, this the world's going to collapse. Ha ha, what are we going to do? Whether it's funny or not it's still playing into that void of negativity, which you can't like argue against and say, oh, you shouldn't say that way. And how dare you? And That's, you're just going to pull into the miasma. You're just going to pull yourself into that quicksand. So instead, completely unrelated. Hey, look at this cool song I found. Look at this cool. Oh, wow. I like painted this D&D miniature or whatever. In that way, you can just flip the script. You can change that narrative by inserting the good, the bad will automatically dissipate. Agreed. All right. Affirmative. Beautiful. Concise. All right. I got one more thing that I've been working Ooh, on this week. Lay it on me. Uh,
0: okay. Coming into this pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, I had this idea. So recently became a father. Dad bod is a real thing,
1: right? Bro, you're so- the only one I know with abs. You're the only mm-hmm. human being. I. You're the only real human being that I've seen yeah. that has abs. No, like
0: I, I had abs until recently
1: bro then i got that
0: no 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 i understand what you're saying but, <laughs> no i got like, you i'm
1: just fucking with you more
0: what i'm saying is like definitely out of shape to my base
1: well, it's like you've been right. like four hours of sleep it's completely reasonable yeah. well, like yeah, holy absolutely. shit right and, and
0: it's harder to be structured about stuff um I've, I've found it very difficult to just like go to the gym oh hell or yeah work out or anything like that so literally the week of the pandemic I went and joined an Orange Theory because I was like, I can go uh-huh. to class. Nice. All I have to do is sign up. Brilliant idea. Yeah. i got to say. In theory. I'm a, I'm a really smart
1: guy. He's a smart dude, ladies and gentlemen.
0: I got out to one class and then they closed the gym.
1: Oh, my God. Okay.
0: So, I'm right back at square one. Yep. But now I'm in the middle of a pandemic, kind of freaking out. Yeah, a My bit. home life is a little bit weird yep. because my office is in the middle of the living room. So... Ooh, yeah. My workspace is also my living space, and my relaxation space and workspace are the same space right now. It's very Japanese. I'm well. It it's not <laughs> working. It's not conducive to like a, a easy mental state. Yeah, let's it's say. an
1: upset. It's it's a big uh, yeah. You know, hullabaloo. Right.
0: I think I designed the way to get back to being fit as a habit. Ooh, okay. Or at least a way of coping with my structure being reduced yes all right so i can't seem to get a real rhythm going of like specific workouts all right and when i do there's just weird stuff like right now being a little bit out of shape it's easy to hurt myself yep you injuries reality like, not even injuries just like muscle pain or, or whatever yeah so what i did was i made a piece of paper uh, drew some lines across it all right all right and in each row, I put one of like 10 workouts that I want to be, sorry, not work exercises that I want to be doing. Yes. Squat, push up, row, um, wall angels, which is one that's like specific to a Ooh. back injury that I have. Okay. Uh, dips, plank, side plank, that kind of stuff. Ooh, side plank. So my idea was just stuff that I want to do. Right. And then I just record every rep that I do throughout the day. That's great. So I don't, at the end of the day, I don't care what I did. I just care that I did enough of them. Oh, buddy. That is. Um, and I'm not setting a goal. I'm setting whatever yeah. I did today is kind of low. It's kind of low, but it's more than what I did yesterday because
1: yesterday was zero. Yes, that is And Tomorrow so
0: just has to be one higher than today.
1: I hope you all are listening because that is some and- serious good stuff.
0: The reason that I'm finding this more motivating than a specific plan Uh is if I wake up tomorrow and my legs hurt, then I just do reps on the arms.
1: Yes. Keep flexible. You know what I mean? Agile, agile programming. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to try it out. We can talk about it after a few weeks, a few days, whatever. Yep. But this is the first time I've ever tried this system. And I'm kind of excited about it. I
1: think it's going to work out. Man, I've just been doing lots of walking and like just stupid curls in the mirror, so you got me beat on that. <laughs> yeah. I
0: uh there's a really cool YouTube channel called Yoga with Adrian. I really like. Okay. Uh, he did a challenge that was 30 days of yoga. Ooh.
1: You literally just have to turn the YouTube on. Ooh oh, so yoga with Adrian, our listeners. We'll put yeah, that in the no sure show notes.
0: <laughs> I think it was hers that if you sign up for it, she'll email you the video every day.
1: That's great. So you can
0: literally just like wake up, click the link and start your yoga. And nice. we're all going to have trouble with structure right now. You know, yeah, it's a big upset. It is a chaotic place for the moment. Yep. More so than normal. And, and never is it, uh, you know, a super rigid orderly place.
1: It's the only thing so, constant. this change. It's changed. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh, I, I just thought that would be interesting to share. I think, I. Uh, I expect that a lot of people are like me looking for structure right now and yes. unable to find it.
1: Yes, whether it's your place of worship or your like you said your gym community or your school, we are all put in a situation where it's like free time or me time or we time. It's it's still just open unstructured time and we got to make we got to make the best of it. And I think that's what you're doing and I hope that's what we're all doing right now.
0: Yeah yeah i think at the end of the day if we can leave you with like one thought from today's episode um i think that baseball bats i guess what we're saying is just go out there and create your own dickensian epilogue (laughs) one see i was
1: i was gonna put a poll and then i saw i heard jason go into like i think and i'm like oh shit i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have done that callback you scoundrel uh, yeah, yeah, Dickensian epilogue. Yeah. That could be the name of this podcast just, episode.
0: Just, no, no, like actually as a motivational message, just go yeah. out and build your own Dickensian epilogue <laughs> one brass knuckle at a time. <laughs> yep. Yes, that's what we do here at, uh, what's this podcast called? <laughs>